All right, continuing my trend of recording really late on a Monday. <clears throat> it is Monday, July 27th. Um, first kind of shitty thing is uh, the death of Regis Philbin. Um, kind of sucks. Um, I just found out yesterday, late day before. But um, being a 40-year-old male... Um, I guess male doesn't matter. What the fuck? Um, <laughs> but just being Gen X, we'll say. Um, I'm assuming I'm not the only kid who was raised um, with Regis and Kathy Lee at the time. I guess would have been the format um, as what your mom watched while making you breakfast or whatever was on the TV. And um, I distinctly remember him being the butt of like every third David Letterman joke and uh David Letterman was a pretty big uh influence for myself so yeah there was a a boatload of Regis ribbing involved with that and so yeah that kind of sucks um 2020 just continues to pile it on and uh no one is enjoying themselves um other things going on with me in the last week. Um, I'm about to wind up the Couch to 5K program, which is pretty fucking cool. Uh, my last run was a 15-minute interval with a three-minute break and then a five-minute run. So my next run is a full flat-out 20 minutes. So I'm kind of reaching the graduation point of Couch to 5K. So then I can unsubscribe from it because I think I'm paying for it. So then I can just kind of keep it up and hopefully never need to do the intervals again and never get injured again so hopefully knock on wood but that's going super well um so I'm kind of I think that's the first of my kind of big goals for this shitterific year um so that's neat so we'll see so 20 minutes is the run tomorrow and then I think it just slowly adds time onto the end until I'm running 30 or 35 whatever they gauge however long you need to run for 5k but uh, I'm a pretty tall dude so I'm assuming that I'll be shooting past that um the path near my house is 4k so I don't know if I'm just going to make that my routine I think the final goal here was to get up at 6 a.m and just run that kind of path every day so I'm getting closer to that I've been setting the alarm now for 6 a.m so we'll see that's the goal so tomorrow will be the first full just flat out running for 20 minutes and we'll build it up um and as part of the 6 a.m i'm now sadly back to work in the office so work from home is officially over unless we have another massive backlash or second wave of this which kind of getting there um there's new cases sprouting up in the news constantly so we'll see if that continues to be a thing or not um also with the back to work about three months ago ish yeah I guess it's already three months ago I had bought a whole bunch of kind of new suits to kind of spruce it up and dress a little more professional at work um so I finally get to wear those they've been sitting here altered and ready to rock um the only thing that may deter this is right now it is averaging about 30 degrees celsius every day and um that kind of sucks if I want to go on walks during the day because it pretty much melts my ass off, so <laughs> we'll we'll see. I might have to uh, backtrack the suits until it kind of calms down and gets back at least into like the twentyish range. But um, it was nice, and um, it does feel better to kind of 
or at least for me, it feels better to kind of get up and dress just professionally and really nice and kind of just to look like a grown man instead of, oh, someone's racing down the street, uh, instead of um, dressing like a teenager for my entire life. So they kind of, I think it was already like six years ago, they kind of just removed the uh, the dress code for my building. And I think we all just let it slide into t-shirt and jeans category for all of us. And so I've kind of made it my mission to dress like a professional grown adult and go forward with it. And I really, really like the suits that I found. Um, not super expensive. And so that was pretty cool. And then even when I went and bought some dress shirts in this last week, it's weird. It Another thing that kind of helps me feel like the payoff is there with my exercising and dieting and kind of fitness overhaul is I remember a year ago when I started this journey um I had tried on a slim fit shirt and I kind (laughs) of I kind of had it just at the seams like I was I filled it out perfectly and it was just so that was a sign just to buy a normal style dress shirt at the time and so this week I went to the clothing store and um you're not allowed to try anything on because fittingly um <clears throat> all change rooms are on lockdown so i uh just grabbed and i grabbed a slim fit i was confident that i'd be able to fit into that but then the only um shirt cuz i wanted like a light pink one for to go with a couple of my suits and um the only pink they had was in ultra slim fit and the guy there was like, no, 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 dude, you're super skinny. Give it a whirl. And so, yeah, I brought it home and there's actually like wiggle room in an ultra slim fit. So strangely, I've shot past my goal of slim fit and I'm now wearing ultra slim fits. But um, it does look super sharp on me. And it is nice to kind of validate that because I was kind of bummed a year ago when I put on the... Uh, the slim fit shirt and it wasn't a thing because I was already starting my journey of fitness at the time so yeah it's kind of neat to have all these nice because even the suits are called slim fit or euro fit so I'm in a full slim fit outfit and for me I'm just shy of 6'2 and so it's kind of nice that I'm in that 170 pound range where I was probably like 30 25 years ago yeah we'll go with that number so half a lifetime ago and so that kind of part is settled up I've got all the nice clothes I'm on my journey to being able to run 5k every day and so I got to kind of figure out what the next step is Um, I remember watching um, or at least while I was watching the Michael Jordan documentary the the basketball bug kind of got back in my head and uh, that's definitely a possibility. I know I've reached out to one coworker that I was, that I played ball with in university and he was kind of, he's from the city. So he knows everyone that's kind of playing men's league. And there's like a senior, senior men's league that you have to be 35 years old to even get into it. And so I asked him if he still had any friends in it and he has tons that go running still and they play in the league. And so I just told him, I'm like, Hey, can you, reach out and see if any of these teams want a person on them um, or if they just need an extra body because I wouldn't mind just kind of testing what I can do now that I'm in shape because strangely I feel I'm taking things a little more seriously now than I ever did because 
when you're young, you're fucking, you're, it's easy to recover, to get into shape, to go at it every day. And so now I want to see what can happen now that I've kind of pushed myself and I'm back at a good fitness level. I'm going to be able to, like, I never did car. I despised cardio when I was young. And that was kind of my weakness is after running quite a bit, you get out of breath and when you're out of breath, especially with basketball, the first thing to kind of fail is you're not jumping as well and your your shot sucks because you're just not, your brain's not working if you're out of breath and your heart's pounding. So I'm kind of, my theory this time around is if I'm able to run and get my cardio up, then maybe that'll help me with things that have slid over the last 23 years since I had that knee surgery. So it'll be interesting times and... um I think that is the next um, sensible step for me is to kind of, I got the running going now if I can see if um, I can get my body back into basketball shape. I know I went and shot around and like anything beyond 12 to 15 feet, my accuracy is shot. So I've got to kind of rebuild the whole system from the ground up, but my form's there. So when I'm within close range, it feels good and like the technicalities are there. And I always feel that I had a good shot. So now that I've fixed the cardio problem, or at least cardio won't be as much of a problem, I'm hoping. Um, And I'm not expecting miracles, but I just, I want to play again. Um, uh, Now, especially after that documentary, it is something I kind of miss. I don't even know if I've watched NBA in the last 20 years since my injury. Um, I kind of just shut the whole basketball part of my brain down, so... This entire journey has kind of been fun. And then the icing on the cake with that documentary, just getting my brain thinking about the NBA all the time is, um, it's a nice journey. Um, it's funny. I've been delving through YouTube quite a bit lately and, um, I just finished watching the 1991, um, Bulls Pistons playoff series. Um, that's when they swept the Pistons and then the Pistons kind of like There was still time on the clock, but they knew they were toast. And so they just all walked off the court. And um, I know that was brought up in the documentary. And Isaiah Thomas kind of tried to walk it back that it wasn't as it was. He tried to make it out like it was a time tradition, right? Like how and he brought up how the the Celtics kind of walked off on him. But did they really like they kind of did? But whatever it was. It was a stranger time, right? Like the bad boys was an acceptable thing. Like basketball was a heck of a lot rougher then. And kind of the Pistons of the late 80s and then the 90s Knicks were another um, hard. They were more hardworking, but you could you could be rough with basketball. And I don't think that's the case anymore. Like I think it's pretty hands off and freewheeling now. But I quite enjoyed going back Um I find the peak period in my mind from what I love is that 1990s, like 1991 is when um, NBC got the rights to the NBA. And so there's the NBA on NBC. Michael Jordan just started hitting his stride. And then there were some really, really like the only thing that kind of sucked was Larry and Magic were on their way out. But there were some amazing teams working their way in like... um, the Charles Barkley Phoenix Suns. Like I'm going to look forward to watching some of that stuff over again. Um, 
all the renditions of the Reggie Miller teams were great. Shaq just came in the league and a few other people like Larry Johnson, Alonzo Mourning, um, Chris Weber. Like it was such a great time to be a basketball fan. Um, when Jordan retired, there was those great kind of the big men took the game over and the finals were the Houston Rockets back to back, but they went up against the Shaq magic and the, um, the Ewing Knicks, and it kind of became a big man's league again for a little while. And then, of course, Jordan came back and won three in a row again. And then once he went out the door, it was kind of the Shaq show again. Um, Duncan showed up a little bit after that. Um, but just the 90s in general, like, I'm going to go back and watch so much of this stuff. Um, the only one thing that kind of sucked that came out of it was um, Reggie never got a title. But as a Lakers guy, I'm not going to kind of begrudge that like dude had a hall of fame career and it just that would have been the icing on the cake for him but it just shows how great some of the people were like even Kobe came in at the end and he had one overlapping season with Jordan and just I'm slowly going to work my way through and watch a whole bunch of um, 90s basketball it's kind of a sweet spot and it's kind of nice when I see some of these YouTube channels um, they kind of refer to the 90s as like the golden era so I don't know if that's just strictly based on Jordan or if it was just the league as a whole because um so many of the teams were so good like even when Barkley moved over to Houston um the Seattle Supersonics were always good um so many good teams the Charlotte Hornets were really good for a while there with LJ and Alonzo Mourning and then they moved into I think it was Glenn Rice for a while um league was so good and so yeah I'm I have one friend that makes fun of me that for making for watching old stuff, but I don't know. It's just it's really really good basketball, and um, I have no desire to watch modern basketball, which I probably should if I'm gonna dive in and watch stuff or take part in myself. But we'll see. I'm trying to watch almost like part of a game a day, so it'll be interesting. I look forward to it. But yeah, I wrapped up the Bulls Pistons and that was thoroughly entertaining and just at the time and I was always a Lakers guy right so I didn't really invest myself when I was watching Bulls games and so now in retrospect to kind of watch Michael Jordan Scottie Pippen and that whole team kind of how they systematically decimated the Pistons who were back-to-back champions at the time it was pretty impressive but also the Pistons were bad like their big two, Dumars and Isaiah Thomas, did nothing. Like in that entire four-game sweep for the Bulls, those two did nothing. It was all Mark Aguirre and um, Vinny the Microwave Johnson that actually did anything for Detroit. So uh, it's just, it's fun to watch. Like just that, what they call now, like prime Michael Jordan when he was motivated. It's just something to watch and how unstoppable he was. And now... After kind of rewatching him, I may seek out some Kobe stuff and some uh, LeBron stuff just to see where the like if there even is a comparison because I don't think anyone touches Michael Jordan as far as being um, the best of all time. Uh, what else have I been up to? I went out for my first uh, restaurant venture since they kind of opened things up again. I went for a a COVID brunch with a couple coworkers. Um, it's neat how restaurants, it seems like every second table is open, but it was a Friday morning, like I had Friday off, so 
the rest of the world was probably working or sleeping, depending on what they do for a living. So <clears throat> it was kind of a nest, nice um, little test run just to kind of get out and see how restaurants are doing. And even just, to, it was a independent place, so it was kind of nice to go out and support a restaurant because I feel like the small mom and pop restaurants took a huge hit for this. So for them to still be up and running is good. Um, the chains are fine. I'm sure they have money to hold them over during this. But yeah, just to kind of, if you are going to start going to restaurants again, I would highly recommend you lean towards to uh, support something small, especially during this time, because they're probably just struggling. Who knows what um, the government actually gives them to keep afloat. And um, the faster they're up and running, the faster servers can get back to doing their job and get going. But it was nice to kind of get out go to a restaurant, have a little brunch, and just kind of catch up with some friends because the people I met up with uh, got the opportunity to work from home, so I'm not going to see them in the office. So kind of fun times. Um, What else is going on? Um, A few other, back to the fitness thing, I have a few other coworkers that have bought, uh, I had bought a biomedian scale when I decided to do this fitness jersey, jersey, journey, um, and so a few others at work now I've noticed have got this, it's by a company called Renfo and it's a biomedian scale and I'm sure it's not a hundred percent accurate, but it seems from all the reviews I've read that it's pretty good for just kind of keeping yourself accountable and, um, kind of getting a general read of what kind of shape your body's in. And I've been using it for the last probably 15 months during this entire journey and so now a few other people in the building have uh, got onto it and so it's nice to have these people and we're always chatting about where we're improving what things we need to work on because our readings are different for each of us some female some male so the scale alters its goals based on your age your height and then your gender right so for me being a tall guy it was a little easier for me to get a few things in rain and there were some things like my skeletal muscle was low and so it's neat I kind of like we bring up our results and we chat and talk about them and <clears throat> you also kind of motivate each, eh, motivate each other to kind of keep going and keep the progress going and for me now I'm kind of I've hit the goals that I or I'm at least close to them and so for me now I'm kind of going into um, maintenance mode so now I'm allowed a little more leeway with what I'm eating but then even if I have some certain junk foods it's like the stats kind of go whoop, way back up and it's like hey did you need two hot dogs yesterday <laughs> so that's kind of neat and um, I'm interested to see how the people that just bought one are going to use it to kind of motivate themselves and how they react to like good days, bad days. Um, I know myself, I hit a plateau kind of every 10 pounds as I lost and it would take me a while to kind of like shake that and then see progress go down again. Right. And so it'll be, I'm curious to see how it works out for other people and hopefully they find in the scale what I did to kind of hold myself accountable and then when I did reach goals it, it feels good right like you see it in front of you like I've lost almost well probably more than 30 pounds if you count what was before the scale and then to see like 
five point some percent body fat down and my BMI is down almost five, right? Like it motivates me to kind of stay like not to let myself go now in this and be like, cause I've had a few friends where they kind of like go on a fitness kick, let it go over winter and go on a fitness kick and let it go. And it's just, I don't want to do that. I want to kind of stay in like a holding pattern at least. <clears throat> and, um, kind of keep it up that and I have these suits (laughs) pretty well tailored right so if I do let myself go even a little bit I don't think they'll fit so I will know pretty fast in the morning when I go to get dressed if uh I've let it go um last thing I kind of wanted to touch on because I don't have a super lot going on well I have a few more things um I don't know if I brought up in one of the last two recordings um June was my eight years of not drinking and it wasn't like whenever I bring it up people are like oh did you have a problem and it was like no but coming from a history in the restaurant industry it just became such a just like you work and then you have a bunch of drinks and you work and you have a bunch of drinks and that became like a life cycle for me and um, part of being reliable and especially being a parent um, I've probably harped on this before, I'm assuming <laughs> in some form or another in a podcast, but I just found completely cutting it out and not even having it as an option in my life made it was probably the best decision for me. And so now I'm at eight years and it's just clean, clear sailing, right? Like I don't even think about it anymore. Uh, and I think the friends appreciate having a DD <laughs> on call anytime. And for me, the ultimate peace of mind out of all this is just that um, my friends, my family, and especially my kid, um, they know that I'm there a hundred percent ready to rock when they need me in an emergency. There's no dad's out partying again. Right. So that's kind of, it's been a good summer, right? Like I got to my goals for weight loss, uh, fitness in general, the running I'm wrapping up right away. I'm at a big milestone with the eight years with that. And it's all kind of, coming out nicely right and so now I've got a like above and beyond the basketball I have a few other things I want to kind of get going I've let the drum slack already so I'm going to sit down this week and at least do one or two drum lessons um like I think I'd mentioned earlier I found a super good program on Udemy for like 20 bucks and it's a full drum course so I'm gonna take a couple more lessons on that and just throw it on the laptop and kind of work that out um and then it's been strange over the last uh, even, I'm going to say two weeks, probably since I started doing this um, uh, new rendition of the podcast. Um, when I've been going for my walks, it's um, I had always wanted to attempt stand-up at some point or at least go to an open mic night and kind of see if I have what it takes to even get like one go at it in. But it's weird, like this last couple weeks when I've been either jogging, walking, whatever... I have to start flipping my phone open and now I have the um, like the notebook app kind of ready and I know have it memorized where it's at because I've been having these like just ideas for like this would be really good this would be really funny and I've been like I feel like I went from having one or two kind of bare basic ideas for what I'd like to do if when I do attempt stand-up but now I have probably five six things that I feel that um, I need to sit down like 
they're a really good um, building block to get an entire little routine out of or some kind of set like I know the one place that's open mic I think for music you get to do a song or two which is probably a decent amount of time depending on how long your songs are but for stand-up they give you like three minutes so um I kind of got to polish up some short concise ones but yeah it's kind of strange I've had quite a few um ideas lately about what I want to do and um things that I think are funny and my one friend who does stand up um she was there at brunch and it was nice because I get to kind of like bounce ideas off of her because now she was surrounded with other people who do this and I think she's I've always trusted that she has a really good grasp of like what's funny right like she's super funny like when she started doing this last year she kind of walked in and I feel she's one of the funniest people in the city now that does do the stand-up and so I do enjoy pinging things off of her and if I do get a chuckle out of her I feel like I'm on the right path so yeah, all of a sudden I have these like half dozen little bit ideas to kind of polish up and round out. And then the initial plan was to just attempt it and see if I liked it. But now <clears throat> if I do like it, I have a bunch of different um, little th- ideas to kind of flush out. And it'll be neat to see like everybody's funny in their own mind or at least I seem everybody thinks they're funny and so for me it'll be kind of neat to see like what my sense of humor is or at least and especially someone coming from the 80s and 90s where comedy was pretty there was no kid gloves right and so now in a 2020 atmosphere am I still funny because of the two venues that have open mics, from my understanding at least, one's a younger crowd, so probably 20s, um, will they find something funny that I find funny in my 40s? And then the other place, <clears throat> from my understandings, is more of a older, more mature crowd, so probably people my age, right? Like 40s, 50s. And so it'll be cool to see like how, like I would even like just to do the same thing but at two different places and see how it resonates and kind of learn how to read a crowd, right? Like if I show up with one routine and it's an audience that I know it won't work, what do you do, right? So it'll be cool. So I've got a bunch of different little goals on the go. I have a few other things that uh, I should probably be getting on uh, just as projects, but you know how it is. Some days when you get home, you just want to like fling the pants in the corner and just kind of lay there. So at least this Monday morning routine, not Monday morning, Monday routine that I have going now of doing this, it's the start of my week. I'm on my own for a week and then it's just kind of hopefully gets me in the mind frame of accomplishing some of my other goals. So at least today on Mondays, record get the drums in once or twice, get the running in. And now that's wrapping up. Hopefully running will become more of a mainstay because now I'm not building on it. Now I've achieved the goal of just being able to run for half an hour. And so that's that. Um, Seek me out on social media. If you haven't, I'm on the Twitter, the Facebook. (laughs) Talking like an old man. Are you on the Facebooks? Um yeah this podcast is housed i think on 
every platform that I could have got it on. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm on at least the major ones. Like Spotify was the big one, iTunes, Google Play, and then I'm housed on SoundCloud. So that's the main hub that hosts it. Um, and I get all my stats from there. So right on. Um, happy Monday. I hope you have a good week. And I think we're leading into a long weekend. Yeah, August long. Good Lord, it's August already. Um, have fun and I'll uh, chat with you soon.